Oh, what's up, crew? It's Monday. It's time to hit those goals harder than we did the week before. What's up? I'm Paul Artale, motivational speaker, author, podcaster, clearly, and welcome to another weekly episode of Fiercely Successful, that podcast where every week we give you a little bit of a motivational shot in the arm to go after those dreams. Let's go reach our full potential, and I'm really happy to be here this week. Changing gears this week, we're going to talk about motivational mantras, which I'm not really a you know, big meditation Zen kind of guy. I don't, I don't think I'm wired to do that way, but I do believe in the messaging we tell ourselves. And I think that's really, really important. And, and so we're going to talk about three motivational mantras that you're going to develop. And I think it's really uh, important to develop them because they're going to be personal to everyone. Uh, and, but when you do these things, I think they really help increase your success and they shorten the learning curve. They really do shorten the learning curve. And so, um, we're going to do that here in a second. Of course, my intro music called Serene View by the uh, much uh, applauded stock music composer named Arulo, who's like the De Niro of stock music composers. And of course, all my stock music that I change at random every week, at least at this point, is uh, courtesy of MixKit.co. By the way, they're not an official sponsor. I don't get a penny for them. But hey, I feel like you need some sort of intro music. And I still haven't found the perfect tune. So we're talking about the motivational mantras. Before we do that, quickly, just thanks to those who tuned in last week. We talked about the, uh, I spoke about the interesting friendship of justices Ruth Bader Ginsburg and Antonin Scalia, who are dear friends and yet ideological enemies on the Supreme Court. So if you haven't checked that out, please check out that episode. Uh, got some really cool feedback and just sparked some good discussion with um, you know, the unfortunate death of Justice Ginsburg. And again, I think there's something to be learned from that friendship. And so check out that, um, that episode. So let's talk about mantras this week. And I really want to talk about just three motivational mantra. Now, a mantra to me is a, a slogan, a phrase, a sentence, if you will, uh, that you say that you live your life by or it creates a purpose and creates a reaction, okay? Creates an emotion and a reaction when you say it. That is what I define as a mantra. And I think they're really important uh, to have in your life. And so let's just jump right into it. Three mo motivational mantras you need. Here's the first one, okay? The first one is literally the motivational mantra. What is your mantra of motivation? What is the phrase that gets you pumped, that makes you want to keep moving forward when things are down? When you're kind of in, when you when you're kind of in those depths when you're kind of I feel like you've been knocked down what is the mantra for me clearly it's hit hard right hit hard the the name of my my award-winning keynote where I talk about overcoming disability to play college football right hit hard is the mantra for me when I'm having a bad day someone tells me something I don't like to hear I'm doubting myself in my mind hit hard is the two-word mantra I need to really refocus myself to motivate myself to keep pushing back and that even though I got knocked to the ground, I'm going to get back up and I'm going to hit hard and fight back and, and keep and keep being successful. So what is that mantra to you, right? I mean, before hit hard was a thing, you know, when I was actually going through my football journey, uh, you know, I didn't know what hit hard was. I mean, coach would yell at me and at, at the team and, and I liked it, but that really wasn't my mantra. 
for a long time. And but for me, the mantra was, you know, you deserve to be here, right? That that was my mantra going through college football. Like you deserve to be here because people were giving me the message that having a disability, I didn't necessarily deserve to be there, that I was there by luck or some sort of pity or whatever. And and for me that when I was getting down, I felt like people were trying to oppose me. That was my mantra. So that's my first question to you is what is your, what I call your mantra of motivation that what is that phrase that's going to fire you up now? It does not have to come from you originally. I mean, most of mine come from other sources and I use them. It can come from a movie. I don't care what it is, but what inspires you to get going? What lights a fire in you when you need it? That's what the motivation mantra of motivation is. It is that injection of motivation, of focus, of determination when you need it most. Okay, so think about that mantra and, and, and what it does. Here's the second mantra, right? I call this the... Mantra of assurance. Okay. The mantra of assurance. What do I mean by that? I think a lot of times when we're in our journeys, we get in our heads too much and we have a lot of difficulty breaking through bad habits, getting rid of bad habits, right? How do we eliminate things that we've thought, uh, practices that we've had for years, attitudes that we've been immersed in since our childhood? How do we how do we start to break that? Well, sometimes you need the motivation to get through. That was the first one. But I, I like to insert what I call a mantra of assurance. Now, a mantra of assurance is something you need to remind yourself that is not automatic. Something that you need to remind yourself that is not automatic. Let me give you a couple of examples. I've always been a heavier guy. So full moment of uh, vulnerability here. I've always been a heavier guy. And over the past probably about year and a half, uh, you know, I've lost about 60 pounds. Okay. It's been, I've had ups and downs, taking it off, some off, but I've been generally on a, a downward trend over the last two years. Now, one of my issues, uh, you know, is obviously clearly it's overeating, but my mantra of assurance for me is that you've eaten enough. That's my mantra of assurance. You've eaten enough. Or sometimes I alter it and say, you will be fine until your next meal. Now, why is that? Well, here's a couple things to, to figure out aside from just sort of, you know, the relationship with food. One of the things I discovered as I, as I dove into the psychology of why I was doing what I was doing in terms of my eating habits was that in you know, for years, I was a poor graduate student who did not have money. When I first moved to the United States from Canada, I was a, a graduate assistant at a college that did not pay me a cent. Okay. They gave me room, did not give me board. They paid my tuition, not complaining about the deal, but I had no, I didn't have any income stream, right? I mean, I got to coach football, which college football, which was my dream. I got to get a free master's degree. That was very grateful, but uh, being an international student and honestly just coaching football and working for the college, having two jobs on top of each other, working 80 hours a week, some weeks, and neither of them really gave me any cash, any money. You know, uh, you become very good at um, being resourceful, right? And so for me, it was always 
about uh you know saving food right uh, finding food i was like i was like a dog hunting for food outside sniffing his nose in the grass man if there i would go to staff rooms and people sometimes you know they bring in donuts or treats or leftovers or a packet of oatmeal it didn't matter if i if they if someone volunteered a treat or a piece of food i i grabbed it i grabbed a couple sometimes and um you know put it away and for later and i was really good at that if we had you know, staff meals and the football team would sometimes feed you, right? Extra pizza. They'd let the coaches go home with it. I, I found ways to ration it. And what that did was I was always worried where my next meal was going to come with. And sometimes that meant if you couldn't ration it, if you didn't have the tub where you couldn't bring it home, just gorge and gorge and gorge and gorge, right? Eat as much as I could because I didn't know when my next meal was going to come from. So for me, my mantra, back to my mantra of assurance, it is you have enough you'll be okay till your next meal, right? Like that's the thing. Sometimes you walk, you ever walk around the room, you know, you go open the fridge, you want to eat something, you want to snack on something, you start shoveling crap in your mouth. For me, I have to remind myself that you're going to be fine, right? Like this is okay. But for, you know, decades, you know, I was always kind of a starving college, starving poor student from undergraduate all the way to, to PhD, you know, you, I was a starving student for so long that this habit ingrained itself in me and it was really hard to break. So what's your, what's your mantra of assurance, right? Again, what is that fact that, that reality you need to remind yourself about? Because reality is, even if I don't, if I miss two or three meals, I'm not going to die. I have nothing is going to happen to me other than maybe some discomfort, which can honestly go away with a simple glass of water, at least in the short term. So again, think about that reality, because in my mind, the reality is if I don't eat now, you know, something bad is going to happen. I need to, I need to feed the hunger that sometimes isn't even there. And that's the other part of the assurance is that we are conducting ourselves in behaviors that are based on lies, deceits, and our version of reality, which are not always correct. So mantra of assurance number two, spent a little too much time talking about it. Well, I won't say too much time, but I spent a good deal of time talking about it because I think it's really important. It's an interesting piece and maybe I'll do a whole separate episode on your reality and sort of the the, the false reality versus uh, the real reality if such a thing exists philosophers please chat me up here um, what your thoughts on I just saw the social dilemma on Netflix since we're talking about reality if you have not seen it watch the social dilemma on Netflix documentary about essentially the algorithms that social media, companies use to sort of entice us to use and stay on screen and again there's a large part of reality or or what we think is reality not being reality in there as well so give that a watch and that maybe will help inspire your mantra of assurance and here's the third mantra okay the third mantra i want you to develop is what i call the mantra of affirmation the mantra of affirmation okay and that is pretty much what you think, you know, if you don't know what an affirmation is, right, it's, it's like a reinforcement of an, of an idea. It, it's, it's sort of giving yourself a pat on the back. If we remember Saturday Night Live and the classic uh, Stuart Smalley sketches, right, it's daily affirmations with Stuart Smalley, where I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and doggone it, people like me, right? It's the idea of like, what it's the messages we tell ourselves to confirm um, to convince ourselves, to remind ourselves that we actually have abilities and talents and skills. And the reality is you have abilities, you have talents, you have skills, and you need to remind yourself of this, right? Now, you're, 
your mantra of affirmation does not have to be, I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, I have the skills to do this. It can be if you want it to be, if that works for you. Um, but it can be something to the effect of, I have done this before and I will do it again. Your, your mantra of affirmation can really be rooted in a, a past experience that you're really proud of, right? Uh, that you draw from. So I use my, I mean, for me, it's, it's my football experience in terms of, you know, the ch you know, overcoming challenges. I mean, it's not even a mantra as much as it is a memory sometimes, but the idea that I accomplished difficult things before and I will accomplish difficult things again. And if you want to take your, your mantra of affirmation a step further, create what I call a hit list, all right? Um, create a list of your hits, of your, your great successes, and you can look at that. And so when you can say, you know, I've I have achieved great things before and I will do so again. You can look at that list and you can look at the things that you have done big and small and it will get you going. It will refocus you, right? Like my hit list, clearly, you know, it's got the football story, right? It's got me playing college football. And of course, I'm super proud of that. It's also got me being a coach at the all-star game once I was done playing. Of course, it's got that. It's got me achieving my PhD. It's got me being a father on it because that's difficult. Uh, it, you know, it, it's got a conversation I had with a, a parent who I thought they were calling to yell at me because their child did not get a job. And they actually called to thank me because the job interview process I created was so informational and helpful to them that it was uh, a great experience. And she was just really proud that he went through it and they thanked me for it. And that was an amazing piece. So that's on my hit list, right? So these affirmations help us realize that we have everything we need and that, not that just we have it, but here's the proof that we have it. And here's what I'll also say for your mantra of affirmation, any of these mantras, but especially your mantra of affirmation, that you can create multiple mantras of affirmation based on different parts of your life. So I have one for like the motivational speaker, Paul, like go after it, blah, 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 right? Like it's it's got a lot of different milestones, things I've achieved as a speaker, right? I have that sort of the business affirmation one. I've got one that's that's based on my health and wellness too, right? I've got, you know, uh, my my affirmation is that I can be healthy, right? Like my, my mantra of affirmation is, is not that I can be healthy, but that I am I am getting healthier, right? I am getting healthier. And my hit list for that affirmation is the drugs I no longer have to take, the clothes that I had to buy <laughs> because the other ones were getting too big for me, right? Like the, the blood pressure that was decreased, the dosages that were decreased, right? My doctor talking uh, in front of his, his interns about the great job I've done and controlling some things and reversing some things. So, I mean, it, it, it can exist in different realms. And so I challenge you to do that. Now, as you're creating your mantras, you know, they can be as long or as short as you want. I always say put a 10 to 12 word limit on your mantra. I mean, it should be really, you know, I can't imagine you having a 25, 30 word, 100 word mantra. But hey, if that's what works for you, do it. But realistically, it's a sentence. Try to make it 10 to 12 words. You do not have to sit in a corner and meditate them on them. But you need to have them handy. Write them. Um, on pieces of paper, print them out, keep them in places. Number one, keep them in two places. Number one, somewhere where you work a lot uh, so that you can basically see it all the time. It can start to sort of marinate with you and, and sort of be integrated into who you are, but also create a pocket-sized version so that when you're in your car, maybe it's in your, you keep it in your wallet so that if something happens and you need to look at it, I mean, that 
can become a go-to because sometimes we need to pause in the moment when we're feeling down and we're feeling trapped and, you know, to be able to look at the mantras because maybe we can't recall them or we're not feeling it um, is, is really helpful. Create, you know, same thing with the hit list, create something that you can put in your wallet, create digital versions so you can look at it on your smartphone when you're walking around. All right. So keep the versions of the mantras. So to recap, the three mantras are number one, your mantra of motivation. Number two, your mantra of assurance. Number three, your mantra of affirmation. Your mantra of motivation is that that motivation injection you need to sort of fire you up, get you going. The mantra of assurance is the mantra you use to remind yourself of a reality that you often forget that is essential to you being successful. And of course, the, the mantra of affirmation is the mantra you say to yourself, that uh, reinforces that you have the skills, the tools, the abilities to be successful because it really reinforces uh, and reminds you of all the great things you've already accomplished that will help you get to your next goal. And if you want to take that to the next level, you can create a hit list of the things you've achieved to remind you and to make your mantra of affirmation proof, uh, proof, right? Like it's fact checking your mantra of affirmation. So those are your three mantras. Try them this week. Share them with me. Post them on Facebook. Post them in LinkedIn. Post them on the on whatever format you want. Of course, please like and download and subscribe to this podcast, as many of you have been doing, and I really appreciate it. Right, we are where all great podcasts are distributed. We're on Spotify. We're on um, iHeartRadio. We are on uh, iTunes run all of it. Right. And of course we're coming to YouTube very soon as well. So please like subscribe to the show to learn more about me, go to paulartale.com. That's P A U L A R T A L E.com. And let me know your mantras, man. I really want to know, but until then mantra up and let's get it. Let's go after it this week. Let's go after our dreams harder. Then we did the week before. Keep the process going. The year is not over. Let's close it strong. Have a good one.